Hi, are you feeling a bit low, a bit sad, like you need a warm hug? Come over to the Sweet and Sour Nuggies podcast for all your mental health needs and more. We never shun anyone away. We don't judge. We vent. We heal. We hug. So if your ears need a good hugging, then come on over to the Sweet and Sour Nuggies podcast. That's at S-S-N-U-G-G-I-E-Z pod on all socials. Linktree is linktr.ee forward slash pod as well. Come listen to us on all platforms, Spotify, Apple, Good Pods and more. Come on over, we always need an extra hug. Listener discretion is advised. This is not for the faint of heart. We deal with all topics, so just be aware. But come on over. You're always welcome. I'm Maddie. I'm Amber. And, and we're Witches Talking Tarot. We are the weirdos in the store. I get so like a Santa snubble. Flip the switch and let the cauldron bubble. Sam. Hey everybody, I'm Amber. And I'm Maddie. And we're Witches Talking Tarot. And tonight, this Halloween, we're going to talk about traditions. The traditions we grew up with and the traditions that we have created for our own spiritual paths and practices and with our own families as we have gone from child to parent in the transition in life <laughs> that comes in that comes in for From later on Thursday. To mother, yeah, yeah exactly. Yeah. First of all, I just have to say, do you like our spooky? Yes. Like you we can't see the culture, but you can you. see the smoke. We've got Witchy Wednesday, and I'm going with Witchy Vampire because this dress makes me think of vampire. I tried 100%. to do Wednesday. Everybody's gonna see and be like, that bitch ain't Wednesday. I, I feel mean, like it it's looks like we're, okay. We're we're recording a podcast. We're not gonna. We're just, we're giving you a vibe, people. Right, Accept exactly, <laughs> exactly. Right. Look, bro. I put on lipstick for this. Oh, okay? my God, that reminds me. I saw the funniest shit, guys. It was a TikTok, and it was this girl who was like, would you or would you not pick me up or if I was uh, the person you were picking up for your Uber? And it was a her dressed as sloth. From the Goonies, <laughs> complete with red high heels for some reason. I love it. It was hilarious. I, oh my gosh, that unlocked some weird memory. Red red high heels with sloth. That's weird. <laughs> it was so what weird. Fuck, what what time? And one of the comments, I know. I swear to God, one of the comments was uh, actually the first thing that I thought, which was in girl world, or there's two gr- types of girls on Halloween, and it's like there are, you know, yeah, fucking are. There's the yes, there are. They're the I'm a sexy something, and then there are the girls who dress like sloth with high heels on. <laughs> I, I like to know. think I'm a sloth in high heels kind of gal. <sighs> I don't I mean, know. I've never done that, but... I like... I I feel like I'm probably more of, like, the sexy ones, if I'm being honest with you. I, I'm being honest. I... When my... Okay, so there was a point in my life where, mm-hmm. self-esteem-wise, I couldn't be an ugly costume. Because mm-hmm. I couldn't handle... Like, people be, staring. Yeah, exactly. Yes. Now, I don't give a fuck. I, I, I have hit the point where I can do that. But it took time. It took a lot of time and, and like, 
shadow work, check out season two. <laughs> but, okay, so as we get into traditions, let's start with our own childhood. First off, I want to ask you a question. What was your favorite Halloween costume from childhood that you were, that you, like, your costume? Um... CZ vampire like 100% I was a vampire girl so I was a house of night vampire Sean nice. if you're listening if you're watching you know okay. you know had the crescent moon I still do that shit hell yeah absolutely uh when I was 11 ish I talk about this on the episode of Dustin can read and watch so check out his show he's great he's a good friend and uh, hi, Dustin. I know you're listening. So thanks again for having me on. It was so much fun. And I'm going to talk about that costume again. So my best friend and I, when I was like 11 or 12, mm -hmm. uh, we were spaghetti and meatballs. Aww. It was our own conception. Like we decided, let's be spaghetti and meatballs. How will we be spaghetti and meatballs? And so we had to come up with how we would do the costume. And so we each got like an off-white sweatsuit, like tan, like uh -huh. really light tan. And then... Um, uh, got yellow and red yarn and mm -hmm. like glued it all over randomly and then little pom-poms in red and brown for meatballs and put them all randomly over and because I'm blonde we poured an entire bottle of red food coloring on my head oh yeah oh my gosh how'd that go uh well I had like red staining going on for a couple days it was pretty great because it wouldn't come off and I wasn't allowed to dye my hair when I was younger so mm -hmm. like that was pretty cool. It looked like I was I had a head wound. Um, I, I I dug it. I dug, I was into horror full fledged at that point, so I was like, "Fuck y'all, look like I got a head wound." So rock on. Speaking of costumes, and and this episode's all about traditions. I don't know if this is a tradition or not. I'm gonna go ahead and classify it as a tradition in my household. Every fucking year. My bitch sister, and I say that with, <laughs> I say that with I love. I did not know where this was going. <laughs> I say that with love. Um, because it's hilarious and we no. still laugh no, about it. We still laugh about it to this day. And my mom would get so pissed. We'd go Halloween shopping. And this bitch was so picky. She was one of those kids that was like, hey, what about this one? Do you want to be this fairy? No, yeah. it's purple. What the fuck? Oh. You know? like, and, or she'd be like, no, I don't have any shoes to match that. I don't want to be that. It's Halloween. I know. And it was like, so annoying. She would always be the last person to pick a costume. And by that time, it wasn't even her picking the costume. It was my mom going, you're going to be a fucking purple fairy and you're going to like you, it. Yeah, you got, yeah. Like, and right. then she'd go home every year crying on the way home. I don't want to be a purple fairy. <laughs> And so I guess that is a tradition, and I think that's a tradition probably in many <coughs> Right? There's that one kid. Like, we, I usually got to be what I wanted. There was, like, a series of years uh, after my mom first went back to work. Like, I realized as I was thinking about this episode and just thinking about Halloween in general, there was the Halloween, the way it went before my mom went back to work, and mm -hmm. then Halloween the way it went after my mom back to work mm -hmm. because before my mom went to work she always wore that black dress that I wore on Saturday the the one that with the thing around the neck yeah and, yeah 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 so like she that's her dress that she gave me so like as as I pass it down it becomes an ancestral dress which I love 
Um, but she always wore that dress with those earrings that are on the table over there that I wore the other night. They're like right over there. You probably can't see them because that bottle of cleaner, I realize. But I'll, I'll get them. I'll show you. Uh, they're like crescent moons with stars. They're mm -hmm. really pretty. I love them. They're heavy as shit. Um, she did her, she, she was always a witch. And she would do blue makeup to be like hollow out her cheeks and whatever. And she'd make chili and she'd pass out candy when my dad took us trick-or-treating. And he always dressed as a prisoner. Like we had an old like black and white striped jumpsuit. And Just like, like even, recycling the costume yes. over. Okay. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. The same costume over and over again. And it had like a ball and chain mm -hmm. uh, like attachment, like a plastic one. So he was a prisoner and yeah. whatever. Like they... It came from, like, some wedding gag, because a ball and chain. Oh, LOL. Right? Like, I liked the costume less after I heard that story, That's funny. to be honest. Um, but he would take us trick-or-treating, and then, like, after Mom went back to work, Chris and we lived in Florida. Chris and I got home. We went through this big trunk full of costumes, and there were the prisoner outfits. There were two of them. Uh, there were two orange and yellow clown costumes, and then random other costumes from things we'd been throughout the years up until that point, including a Peter Pan costume from a play that I was in as a kid, which I once put on my dog, because I took Susan trick-or-treating too when I could, but some kids lit off firecrackers and she ran off and it was Florida, and I was oh, convinced no. that she was going to get eaten Eat by an alligator. By an alligator. Yeah, because she was a fucking collie, and I was like, she going to die. So I was really sad, and I never took her trick-or-treating in uh, Florida again. But, like, we would just grab a costume out of that. We'd get co costumed up and go trick-or-treating. Whoopsie. We'd go trick-or-treating until, like, the sun went down and a little bit after, and we'd be home by, like, 9 o'clock. Mom would still have chili made, though, and we'd eat chili when we got home and then get to have some candy. Um, and a couple of years, my mom made me special costumes. Like, one year, I wanted to be a princess, and I have this purple princess costume, which I still have. It's in my closet. None of my kids ever wanted to wear it because it wasn't, like, the princess costumes from Walmart. I'm like, bitch, it's better. Your right. Nana made this. Like, and it's, like, really pretty, like, satiny, like, because I was supposed to be, like, a Renaissance-era princess. Mm -hmm. I had, like, the cone hat and everything. Like, my mom made all of it. My mom made my wedding veil. She's really great with that kind of stuff. But, like, that, that was, like, in a nutshell, that was my childhood Halloween. And the biggest tradition among all of them was the chili. Like, mm -hmm. the chili was a staple. No matter how things changed throughout the years, the chili was a staple. And I find that very comforting as I think about it because, like, things did change as we grew older and we got more independence and our parents had more responsibility and more bills and more life thrown at them. And we adapted with it, which... Check out next episode. You know, I have to say, this is, again, not a tradition. My family didn't really have Halloween traditions, unfortunately, which is something I do want to create with my children, but yeah. I'll get into that. But a memory that I have that I love is of my mom dressing up as a cow, complete with udders, udders and my baby brother, who is about Theodore's age now, being a baby cow. That's so And he funny. kept trying to run away, so my mom got tired of it and pulled out a rope from the back of the truck and tied it around her waist and around his waist. And he was running, and she pulled on it, and he fell on his ass. It was so <laughs> funny. I know everybody. Spoken like a true big sister. Everybody on the fucking street was like, who are these redneck motherfuckers <laughs> with a rope around?
found their kid dressed as a the cow. Costume. And then my dad was a farmer. And my, <laughs> sister and I were, my sister and I were princesses. We didn't really go, but yeah. like it was great. I love Fucking that. fun. But we didn't have traditions. We just have yeah. funny Halloween stories. Yeah. Um, and I want to create traditions with my children. Yeah. I it's it's my it's time to create yeah. the traditions. Absolutely. And yeah. I, I love your tradition of chili. Yes. Because And I have carried that on to this day, guys. Like well, I love there that. were a couple of years where I was a working mom and we had pizza. Mm-hmm. But the pizza had tomatoes and garlic and peppers, mm-hmm. so it had the same elements as chili. Mm-hmm. It just wasn't the, it wasn't chili. But I, I would no, love that. I'm definitely. wondering, like chicken noodle soup or something warm, something because warm. Halloween is cold or yeah. it was cold. <laughs> Yeah, well, um, it's going to be cold again this year. It's it is. 40 degrees outside it right now. It is fucking cold. Yeah. I, I stuck my head out the window earlier, and Bryson was like, I can see my breath, and I didn't believe him, and then I could. So. Yeah, well, and what I love about the chili tradition specifically is not only is it something warm and filling in your belly before and or after going trick-or-treating, mm-hmm. but it's packed full of protective energy mm-hmm. with the peppers and the garlic and the hot peppers and the chili powder. Mm-hmm. Like, it's just... So an onion, so much protective energy goes into that well, meal. Like, and yeah, absolutely. so much as well as love because oh, chili yeah. is a meal that has to be tended. You know, what right? I mean? Exactly. So it's like a mother's love and protection mm-hmm. in edible form. Ask Lily Potter. Yeah. I mean, that's funny. I'm just saying. Like, like my, my mama knew. She knew. She may not have been a witch, but she knew. So I was considering doing, uh, I'm so sorry, I'm choking on we, this. Yeah, I was going to say, we don't have to keep it here. We just did this for you guys. Ooh, I'm choking on the smoke. See that? Ooh. We'll have to do it again for the next episode. Uh, but anyway, so I'm considering doing something similar as a kitchen witch, like some sort of meal incorporated. Yeah. Um, I'm wondering, like, what about chicken noodle? Because chicken noodle is all about health. And Samhain slash Halloween is the witch's new year. Yep. So I feel like if you have, like, chicken noodle soup infused with all the health and wellness yeah. in it, you're inviting like health and wellness and all and, that into your life. there was this thing uh, that I recently learned or heard the theory, and it makes perfect sense, you know, mm-hmm. with along with being the witch's new year. Like, you don't plant intentions in the wintertime right. because the ground is frozen. You plant your intentions now, like in that soup. Yes. And then they can germinate all winter long mm-hmm. so that they can bloom in the spring, which winter and spring are six seasons. Mm-hmm. So, like, that's a exactly. really good yeah. idea. Like, As you were saying to that. germinate Draw. that and, you know, like. Draw that it's, in. Yeah, it's health like, and wellness yeah, it's for like, the winter season. It's a foundation of health. Yes, exactly. I, so I, I think that. I think that great. would be good. But I also like yeah. your chili one because it's protection on a night that you need protection. protection. Absolutely. So I feel like both, like They're the chicken applicable. noodle or the yeah. you know, for yeah. different reasons. But yeah. I was inspired by your chili thing. I'm like, I want to make something. You know, a lot of people yeah. do cookies, like. Or, oh my god, I can make my own candy, but fuck that. You know, like, that sounds like a lot. Oh my god, she was superwoman. She used to to make her own candy. She did? She made caramel candy? She always made caramel apples at Halloween. Mm -hmm. Um, And at Christmas time, she always made chocolates for everybody. Oh, yeah? Like, she had a shit fucking ton of candy molds. Like, we had sesame street candy I'm looking for a frog one. Teddy bears candy molds. I'm looking for a frog one. We had so many candy molds. Like, I wish I still had them. I would let you pick through them. Like, she had so many. And, like, you'd go into the kitchen. I know this isn't Christmas, but whatever. You'd go into the kitchen. Sorry, guys. 
you'd go into the kitchen and like every fucking available countertop would have a candy tray with like some candies that were in a level of because like she would do the Goals. colored candies Goals. like she would do like like she would get wreath molds and then she put red chocolate red white chocolate in the little berry areas and then green over the rest so she would so go all out she would go Oh, oh my god, wow. we should make like little oh, mold. Fuck yeah, I'm down. Like we should totally make I'm down. I really wanted I, to do I know how. My mom always Yeah, I know we should do it. Like <laughs> I really wanted to do chocolate frogs this this Christmas. I wanted to do chocolate frogs so bad, but I don't know where the fuck to find a chocolate frog mold. Like, I feel like I looked on Amazon, Amazon? but it was expensive. It was, like, super expensive. And then my cousin Ariana looked on Timu and Sheen. They didn't have anything. And it's like, I just want a goddamn chocolate frog. Just like I want some goddamn pumpkin butter. Oh, that would be a fun tradition to do. Making Making your own pumpkin pumpkin butter. butter. Yeah, Yeah. no, that's kind of what I was thinking earlier when you said that. Because, like, you know, making stuff is a huge part Mm. of the craft. And, like, so traditions that we have created for ourselves throughout the years are Mm -hmm. really important because they're the traditions that you grow up with and you keep some of them and you get rid of some of them. Mm -hmm. You know what I mean? Like we always, um, well, I guess we did keep the tradition. Like one of us always stayed home and passed out candy while one of us took the kids trick or treating Mm -hmm. one year. I just have to say this. One year we were the Adams family, so I love that. Roz was Wednesday. I was Morticia. Corey had to work, otherwise he would have fucking been Larch. Oh yeah, I don't know if that works, but like he would have been a good Larch. I I ship it. Yeah, like Lolly. Actually, I can't. I can't. I'm sorry. I can't ship Morticia with anyone. But I know. Like, like it's just he would have been such a better tall. Yeah, Yeah. he's so tall, guys. So like he would have been a perfect Larch. And Lolly was, she was like. Her first Halloween, she was a spider because I sewed her spider costume myself. But her second Halloween, we did the Adams Family thing, mm. and she was the baby with the mustache. I love the so yeah, cute. like Orion last yes. year. So yeah, cute. so fucking cute. But Hubert. like, you know, there's costume traditions. Like if there's, you know, like there are things you can hold. And then there are things you put away with and you make your own traditions. Like, I always leave an apple on Samhain out for the Fae because I'm just an intuitive witch. And before I knew what apples were associated with, it just, it felt right. Apples felt right. And now I know they are right. You know what I mean? I used to. So I used to, I, before I had kids, I Damn, would, my nice. husband would work, Choking and then me. I would have Halloween off. I always tried to make sure I had Halloween off because it is a spiritual holiday. And I would watch scary movies and pass out candy to kids and eat the candy while I'm passing out the candy to the kids. And it was a great time. I actually enjoy and kind of, in a bittersweet way, miss those holidays. Where it was just me at home giving candy to kids, watching yep. scary movies mm-hmm. myself. I I mean, I say it's a bittersweet way because I would not give anything to go bad. Right, right, right. You you enjoy having your yes. kids, but you enjoy the traditions you had for yourself. Yes. Which is like, so I get that because there were years where it was just passing out candy, taking the kids trick-or-treating. But like, when Lolly was about three years old... We decided, because I always wanted to have a Halloween party when I was a kid, and my parents never did that kind of stuff. And so I was like, I want my kids to. So we started doing 
we did a Halloween party with our kids when they were little. It was just them and us, and it was usually the weekend before Halloween. Mm -hmm. That's what we did. That's as a what family. I was talking about yeah, doing with like, you, or, we would or do, not like, with you, but in the car. An eyeball. Yeah, yeah. we put an eyeball. Well, we did it. Did, like we did. Like Corey would be the game master, and like mm -hmm. there was the eyeball in a cup, and which cup has the eyeball in it? Oh, that's so true. yeah. And it was like festival games, and that's when we did bobbing for apples the most because it was just family, mm -hmm. and there weren't other kids to have their face in the water and stuff. Yeah. So we'd do bobbing for apples, and we'd do those carnival games, and like you know, find the queen, and which cup has the eyeball under it. And I painted a zombie, and it was put the eye on the zombie, so like oh, you know, that's pin the the tail on the donkey like very similar to um like the bigger halloween parties that we started having later mm -hmm. um we also would do the just me and the kids we'd bake and watch movies together but like that wasn't the same as the halloween party right. that we started doing for them and as they got older and started going to school then they could invite friends over like we'd mm -hmm. have like they each got to invite one friend at first and then like we'd have our friends come over that had kids and the kids would each invite one friend over so and eventually it became this great big Halloween party where we do pumpkin bowling which is the best guys I have to tell you all about pumpkin bowling you get 10 two liter bottles and you empty them of soda and you fill them partway with water and don't pumpkin. waste the soda yeah, drink the soda. Drink Don't it. just like, pour it. Pour it out. Make make punch with it. That's what just fucking punch with. Yes, like exactly. Like that. We've done that so many years because we're not going to drink a shit ton of soda right, right away, right? So we would make those punches. But we'll drink the punches. Yeah, exactly. We'll drink the punch, <laughs> yes. and there's like a fuck ton of kids to drink that punch with us. You know what I mean? Dude, I think I had that and punch at Orion's birthday party. Right. It's it's, so good. it's good, and you can put the sherbet in her. Yeah. And, yeah. and like so, in this house, we have the long hallway. Mm -hmm. So, um, I discovered the best way to do it, because in the other house we didn't have a hallway, and it was just an area of the house that we did it. You set up ten, you set up these ten two liters, they're all halfway full of water, you've got a glow stick in them, you put them in a dark room. Um, we line Dollar Tree, one dollar cheap throwaway tablecloths down the hallway. Mm -hmm. We put those cheap ass uh, glow sticks down the hallway, turn the lights out. And so everything's glowing. It's like the bowling alley when it's like got the black light thing going on. Mm -hmm. And you have a pumpkin that you have drilled holes into. Oh, yeah? Is it a little pumpkin? Or yeah, it's like pumpkin? a pie pumpkin. Uh-huh. And then you go pumpkin bowling. Oh, that's And you bowl really until the pumpkin shatters. And if you really want to keep going, have multiple pumpkins. That sounds Because, fun. like, yeah, it is fun. It is. That's why I have to tell everybody, including you, because, like, my messy, favorite. But it like, is, yeah, it, it is a little messy. But... We the first couple years we didn't use real pumpkins we used like fake ones that you buy at the store but it's really hard to knock down the pins that way but with a real pumpkin with holes I imagine it, it is like a lot easier the adults will be drinking and lined up for pumpkin bowling just like one after the other and the kids will be like we want a pumpkin bowl too and like everybody loves pumpkin bowling guys if you have a Halloween party pumpkin bowling it's super cheap it's it's super fun it sounds it's, super it's messy fun. but the boys will love it when they get big enough. Like, Theo's probably old enough. Oh, yeah, he would absolutely it. He would fucking love, it. love yeah. it. And now a word from one of our fellow podcasters. This Halloween, October Pod has the double-double for your toil and trouble. Tune in to October Pod AM wherever you get podcasts on October 24th to hear The Spirit Dog. 
a spooktacular new audio drama starring your favorite indie podcasters and written by maniacs. <laughs> then on Halloween Day, visit October Pod Home Video on YouTube, where Edward October will be telling Halloween bedtime stories. A family-friendly special that's perfect for getting your children off the night off to sleep. Yes, it's double the Halloween fright and double the Halloween fun when you listen to OctoberPod AM's presentation of The Spirit Doll on October 24th, wherever you get podcasts. And watch OctoberPod home videos, bedtime stories for Halloween, narrated by Edward October. Find OctoberPod on the World Wide Web at OctoberPodVHS.com OctoberPod Retro Horror for Bold Individualists Pull the strings! And I mean, you know, and you can have, you can have the chill Halloween party one night Mm -hmm. and you can have the fun, like, not that they're not both fun, but like the upbeat games and here are treats because like when Corey was the game master mm-hmm. they wanted pieces of candy well it's like they didn't go trick-or-treating for as long when they were that little you know so right. they didn't have as much candy that came home with them and so, and like speaking yeah. as moms um it's our job to help create these the memories. memories yes, yes exactly because oh like the halloween parties are some of my favorite memories like bobbing for apples and everybody's laughing and the greatest thing about the doing multiple things for halloween which was a tradition in our household, is multiple costumes. Because the kids always dressed up as something different for the Halloween party, Mm -hmm. as they did for Halloween. And when we would do the baking and watching movies together, if they wanted to dress up, they could, and they would do it in a different... So some years, they dressed up in three different costumes. And they had fun, like, they had fun with that. I love costumes, so, like... I am all about letting them because, like, like oh my said, god, you last gotta let year, them have the memories. Theodore, my son, dressed up as Spider Man. You got those pictures, dude. He was pissed. He was so pissed when we first put it on him. I'm like, Theodore's first Halloween costume. He's like, what? Yeah. <laughs> oh my. Orion was so cute though. He was like he was just smiling and happy as fuck. Like he's like, I got my mustache on. And like was just so chill. I mustache you a question. He had his little like black lipstick Mon kiss cher. on his head. He was so exactly he was so cute. It was so much fun. Oh my god, yeah. But I was I was uh talking with Amber on the way here about creating different tra- traditions yes. and like um incorporating candy but also some health food in there because my kid is at that age where he is obsessed with candy but i also don't want to be that bitch that's like no you have to have carrots for halloween right and there's a healthy balance right and there's a healthy balance so like i was telling maddie so you guys with little kids you can take broccoli and cauliflower florets you cut them off so that they stand up you take a piece of lunch meat and just drape it over there, or cheese. You could do oh, cheese. cheese, like yeah. You uh, we used uh, I used lunch meat or the the singles, craft singles, because mm-hmm. my kids loved them. And then you punch out two little holes, and now 
the, the vegetable is dressed up like a ghost. Well, and, and it's, it's like, got a costume. I was telling you the, the orange pepper, you can make little jack-o'-lantern, yes. which I still need to do that. And everybody oh loves pigs in a blanket, so Halloween pigs in a blanket is you just shred the crescent and like, roll like a mummy. and you mummy it up. And then it's little mummy rolls, and it's not unhealthy food, right. but it's still Halloween, and uh, it's fun traditions that you can have with your kids, and like, those are the things I'll be doing with my grandkids, because my kids love them. I am in a Facebook group, I'm not going to say the Facebook I'm group, right? That than I That's all right. <laughs> um, but, uh... Facebook group. Sorry. <laughs> yeah, I'm in a Facebook group. It's a, it's for kitchen witches, and there's this girl who does something every day for how or for October every day. She does like feet yeah. loaf, and she does like a, a foot in the uh -huh. shape of like a meat yep. loaf, and just she did I actually actually I love this idea. I thought about doing it for my kids. It was a hamburger, but on a cheeseburger. I'm sorry, homemade, and then the cheese she cut out in the shape of a jack-o'-lantern. Oh, that's so, cute. And she didn't put the bun on it. She's like, look, there's your jack-o'-lantern burger. Yeah, yeah so like so she cute. just had so many really there's cute so ideas. There's so many ways to do little things for little kids to get them in the spirit oh, he's and so like get excited. them excited for things other than candy. Like, right? seriously. So like, it is. Because like, I was that kind of mom when mine were little because like, I was a stay-at-home mom and like, might There's as well. so many, yeah, you so many opportunities. I mean, exactly. you do. I'm a stay-at-home I mean, mom, yeah, but you I know what like, I mean. I'm trying not to diminish it, but yeah, like you have a lot of time. Like I used to do things for my family with the kids, mm -hmm. so like I would cut out orange jack-o'-lanterns, and then I when the I would teach the girls to write their names by having them sign their names in all these cards for the family. So like. Corey's grandma and his parents, mm -hmm. my grandma and my parents, because when the girls were little, my grandma was still alive, and his grandma was still mm -hmm. alive up until last year, so, like, um, we sent them all sorts of little things like that, and it was, like, it was a craft that, no, they weren't big enough to cut out the jack-o'-lantern, but they could decorate it by, like, gluing on gluing face things, pieces, because yeah. you can do just a pumpkin and let them do the face pieces. And these are traditions that you can have for before they start going to school. And then, you know, once they're older, you that can morph into, now we're carving pumpkins together. And now you're carving a pumpkin on your own while no, I carve my own No, don't say pumpkin. that. That makes me sad. But it's well, important. Transitions. transitions. Check out our next, next episode. episode. Yeah. Oh, I didn't mean, mean to slap that. <laughs> Sorry, you guys. We'll slap that around if we want to. It's our show. <laughs> Spiritually speaking, yes. a tradition that I do have is I leave two offerings for the ancestors on my altar. I have one glass of wine and one cup of black coffee. I chose those specifically because black coffee is great for ancestor work, and I like I like the red wine. Yeah, uh, it, it feels appropriate. It does. It, it does. It feels appropriate to the season. It feels appropriate for the ancestors. Mm -hmm. Like. It's it's a heart healthy thing, and if you think about it, the heart is a direct line to your ancestors. Exactly, and mm -hmm. also I do leave an offering for my goddess. Sometimes it is wine, sometimes it's herbs. Um, it just it really depends. Like, and a new tradition that I started last uh, year is one where I leave an incense offering for my goddess and my ancestors every day of October. Um, and I collect the um, the the ash from those incense as it's lit throughout all of October, those offerings. And then I put them in salt and I make 
uh, and I add different herbs and I make a uh, protection salt blessed by my goddess Hecate as well as my ancestors yeah, and then I put so it around beautiful. my house yeah. no I love that I started a new tradition because of something we discussed on the show last year mm -hmm. where on Samhain night I burn the offerings I've been <coughs> excuse me that that incense smoke is thick guys yes it is See what we do for you? We've put ourselves in harm's way. No, I'm just kidding. We just thought it would look cool. I, Amber, I just thought it would look cool. And I didn't think about the ramifications of my lungs. Anyway, um, and I burned all of those uh, offerings on Samhain night. Mm -hmm. And then I kept the ashes. But I, I didn't like the way they smelled. I did not make my black salt out of them like I thought. So I ended up uh, putting them out in the yard. Mm -hmm. uh, I think on the Day of the Dead. So, I mean, as like, it, yeah, so like for me, I don't to, keep so the like, black salt. I just immediately, like, I make it, it and then immediately use uh, it. Because for me, it's like one giant wall of protection. No, I get that. And that upping it every Samhain, it lasts exactly one yeah. year. And then you're up in that protection again. Yeah, And it and thins as the veil thins. Not that it thins, but, but you get yeah, what I'm I know saying. what you're saying. Okay. Yeah, no, like as... As the veil thins, the power from the black salt, it doesn't go away, right. but it lessens. It lessens, and it needs to react with the other ones. And yes. I love using the incense of the offerings that I, I yes, left for. I think that's beautiful. Uh, yeah. And I always light an offering for um, my ancestors and the goddess Hecate. And I think <clears throat> those two just go hand in hand. In <clears throat> yeah, and, you know, I understand they do go completely hand in hand, mm -hmm. like, I work with the liminal a lot, and um, I am what would be classified as a death witch. I have been finding out as I've been discussing with my friend Fire Lotus the Witch, who is a death witch and does that practice a lot. And as we've been talking about things, I've realized, like, not only do I work with the liminal, I am a death witch. Uh, death witch. I am a psychopomp. And I have the ability to help spirits and help spirits cross the veil. I have the ability to cross the veil. It just, like, it makes sense. And a tradition that has come along with that practice is on Samhain night, I walk the graveyard to make offerings to the I'm, not, I'm only <laughs> laughing because of what happened last time. Oh, when or they the went time together? before. Oh, no, no, when the cops came. When the cops came. Yeah, I was, it's, it's, I, no, it's a beautiful no, practice. It it's is, just, yeah. you guys should have seen it. It was, <laughs> no, because I had, I had. You were live on Facebook. Lantern, oh, I'm sorry. I had this lantern with this very candle in it and a, a, an incense inside the candle. Mm -hmm. So this was full of smoke, and the smoke was billowing out of it. I bet it was beautiful. Like, and I was live on Facebook, and I was walking through like, the Like, oh, there's some cops over and there. And then I was like, I'm going to end my life because there's some cops checking out my car. And I woo-wooed my way out of any kind of trouble. Like, I was all like, he was like, what you doing out here in the graveyard at midnight? And I was like... Well, it's the most, uh, it's the most sacred, uh, celebration of my religion. He's and like, this bitch I, is crazy. Yup, <laughs> I went for it. I went all in. This is fucking Joplin. You're like, and I blessed Samhain officer. Yes, I did. I was like, blessed Samhain officer. That is I exactly what I said. 
I and love I it so much. My way through that shit, and that is not mm. the tradition. That is the the cop thing. The cop is thing not was new for last year. <laughs> I am I'm going again this year. My oldest daughter may or may not join oh, me. Oh, that'd be awesome. Yeah, that would be so yeah. awesome. Um, I won't lie. Like it is somehow it is less creepy on your own than with another really? person. Really? Yeah. Like, I wonder if you're I think it's because you're feeding other. exactly. Really? That's exactly. Because when the first year I went, I shit you not, guys. I could feel things pulling on my cloak. Mm -hmm. And when I saw it in the light, there was there were no plants to grab my cloak. Oh my gosh. Where I was walking. But I always I like to take my herbs that I have not like predominantly my mugwort and my wormwood that are left over from the year, but whatever mm -hmm. else I feel called to that I have in abundance, I mix together in a bag and I leave as a, an offering. Last year, because I did the live and my hands were gonna be full. The incense was the offering. That's why mm -hmm. I had the incense in with right. the candle. That way I could make the offering and still have my hands free for mm -hmm. holding the lantern and holding the uh, phone. The first year, I did not have a lantern and I was walking in the dark. And again... Um, I remember the first year you did it because yes. you were like, seriously, yes. like, I want to do this. I want to yes. do this. I want to do this. I'm like, do it, do it, do it. Yeah. And you great. did it. And now it's become yeah. a tradition. Yeah, it yeah. has. Yeah, because... Follow your gut and yeah. your instincts and do what you're called to do, like, even if it is kind of scary. It is. Yeah. It, Maddie is 100 million fucking bajillion percent right like if you want to do it do it yeah the graveyard is closed after dark i know that i'm finding one off of a less main road next this year i'm just saying <laughs> yeah right? fuck fuck the police yeah fuck the police i'm gonna go walking in a graveyard i'm not disrupting anything i'm not vandalizing i am honoring the motherfucking dead because that's what the night's about and i'm probably I'm not sure where I'm going to go, but I'm not saying anything to anybody about where. No, don't. I don't want to have that. Yeah, that was not fun for me. Because Speaking. later, I saw that same cop months and months later, and uh, he knew you. He recognized me when I put my hood from my cloak on because it was cold. He was like, don't I know you? And I was like, oh, my God. <laughs> you had to put the cloak on. Yes. You're like, oh. That was the worst part about it for me. It's like, once I put the cloak on, he's like, you look you look familiar. And I was like, he had looked familiar too, and then I knew. I knew in that so moment funny. why he was familiar. Well, um, speaking of walking in a graveyard, I'm going to give a shout out to our Patreon. Guys, we did a whole behind the scenes, like, Patreon yes! exclusive episode walking in one of the most haunted graveyards in this area, though I disagree yes. with it being titled that. I don't, I, I yeah, really I think do. it's just because that one guy that's buried there, and if you right. want to know what we're talking about, I guess you don't have to listen to the episode. Yeah. Because um, we're not going to say it on here, and if you want to be a Patreon, you right. can find out. Thanks, Victoria. Thank you, Death by DVD. Thanks, Pam. Thanks, Melissa. You guys are awesome. If you want we to shout out you. on our YouTube and our um, podcast, then I don't know what the tier is. Patreon.com forward slash Witches Talking Tarot. And speaking of our patrons, um, definitely check your mail today. I hope you'll be getting something from your family. Yeah, witches. that's going to be so much fun. Yay. Um, so, like, extras if you want to be our patron. Yeah, you get extras because we're considerate. That's why we're your favorite witches and the classiest witches you know, which is where you can find us on X. Yeah, um, well, we're also witches, so. we're also on Instagram and Facebook at Witches Talking Tarot, and uh, I think that's it. So thanks Thank for you. coming to sit with us for a spell. Bye. Bye.
Welcome to the Phantom Jukebox. I'm Ty. And I'm Joe. And we're two musicians that dive into the world of music, its myths, conspiracies, and bizarre music history. We discuss things like, did Elvis fake his own death? Is Stevie Wonder really blind? Is Dolly Parton's husband actually real? Find out all that and more on Apple Podcasts, Spotify, Pandora, or your favorite streaming service.